Hello, and welcome to the next episode, the next podcast, episode 15 of Your Pure Truth Now. This is number 15, Andrew Neblett and Kathleen Neblett. And today's topic, drum roll please, <laughs> Expectation. Ooh, Expectation. There's a song by Kiss on the Destroyer album called Great Expectations. Love the song, love the album. Kiss is a great band anyway, but you have to be there. But I digress. <clears throat> um, expectation. Or maybe we should make that plural, expectations. Why is this so important? Well, what is expectation? Well, it's the anticipation of, of something arriving or a certain goal to be fulfilled or a certain level of service. But it is meeting a certain criteria of some sort or measuring up to a certain criteria of some sort. Quality control, right? They do that all the time, you think, but they're supposed to be doing it all the time. If it doesn't match or measure this level of quality, it is rejected off the, the factory line or whatever. So it, it is good to have expectation. Yes, it is. But... If we expect too much. That's not good. <laughs> right? So maybe we can have false expectations. I think that happens a lot. Yeah. And we expect others to reach a certain level, if you will. But sometimes, or maybe quite often, unfortunately, we don't expect the same of ourselves. Or we expect too much of ourselves and drive ourselves crazy. That can happen. Right? So this is one of those good cop, bad cop kind of scenarios. Um, or something that's good, something that's bad. Again, everything's got to be measured in the right, right place and right amount. So let me give you an example. You are working on a goal for yourself. Let's say that you don't like, you know... Your weight or, you know, maybe you think you should be getting more work done. Exercise. Yeah, the exercise, not meeting goals. And you find yourself judging other people who are trying to do the same thing as you as well. Hey, they're not doing it. Well, they're, you know, they must be no good or um, they're slacking. And yet, what about you? If you're not accomplishing it, you're not, you're not, you're slacking too, right? You're not meeting your goals, so... That's not a fair judgment. Or we compare ourselves to others. Like, oh, man, look how good she looks in that bikini. Or look how... Oh, did you want to wear a bikini? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not, not sure you're... Not you're, today. I don't know if your goal is going to get No, no, there. no, no. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> don't worry, listeners. Not putting on a bikini. Um, or you see a guy who's like, wow, he really worked out and, and so forth. But... And then you're like, oh, man, I don't know if I can ever reach that. And then you start beating yourself up. Or you say, oh, you know what? Oh, they're not going to get away with that. I'm going to do that and better. See, both of those, one's like not trying enough and giving up. And the other one is doing too much where you can harm yourself in the process as well. You're comparing, comparing yourself to others. Well, isn't that unrealistic expectations? That's right. But we set them all the time. Yeah, I do that. Right? We all do that. So an aware person who has insight will understand that 
Sometimes expectations will not be met. And perhaps the reason they're not met is because the goal that was set or expected was either artificial, unattainable, or unrealistic. And sometimes maybe the goal is just plain wrong. Um, we think that the answer to our problem is one thing when it's actually something completely something else. So um, I urge you, dear listener, to, I'm going to call it the, the Knight of Pentacles card. Um, that card to me is one of the time cards and the Knight of Pentacles is the one um, where he just looks around and checks to make sure that everything is okay. I, I call it the Scout card or taking in your um, environment to make sure that um, you know, that nothing gets in the way and, uh, or like, you know, a scout, you see, hmm, what's up ahead and, and make, you know, make decisions based on that being very careful and cautious and, and making sure that there's no unexpected surprises coming up. But um, also with this card, um, I've always I've always read it um, as a, to to take inventory, take stock about your your relationships with other people. Um, are they? Are, are, is your relationship a one way street? Is it one sided? Are you giving too much? Or are you taking too much? Um, and also look at your work. Is it too much for you? Too little for you? Um, unrealistic? Are you happy in it? So it's a take stock. Stop, listen, look, take stock of what's going on. And I urge you to do the, I'm going to call it the Knight of Pentacles, with your expectations. Um, be realistic. Again, ooh, be realistic. That means i got to be aware. Ooh, that means i got to be objective. Ooh, and maybe sometimes that can hurt. Ouch. But you know what? That's where you get the insight, too, right? So, Kathy, can you think of um, any maybe unrealistic expectations that either you have for yourself or you've seen others have? Uh, okay, well, I can answer that in two ways. Okay. One, uh, unrealistic expectations. If I think they're unrealistic, then I don't think I'm going to ever achieve my goal. I'm not so sure that's how I want to do it. But I might say I'm going to be able to go to work all day and come home and then uh, clean the whole house. Yeah? No. <laughs> Probably not. I might be able to do a room. I might be able to do laundry and get dinner on the table. But probably not clean the whole house. That's a high expectation. Um, or unless she makes me do it. <laughs> well, that's not an expectation for me if <laughs> no. I make you do it. No, it's an expectation of her, of me. And I'll tell you right now, the whole house is probably too high. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, if you're looking at the Nine of Pentacles cards, I am looking at the Rider Waite deck, okay? The traditional Rider Waite deck. It's the original goodie uh, that most tarot decks are based on. Uh, I'm not turning it into the metaphysical. Well, I guess it is metaphysical in a way. I'm not telling you to go out and read tarot, but you can if you want. I'm just saying when you look at the card, 
the horse is standing still with the knight on it, and he's observing and looking what's going on around him and in front of him and so forth. So, again, do this for yourself with expectations. Now, how do you know that an expectation is too high for yourself? And that is very easy. When you think about it, does it make you anxious or stressed? Stressed, yes. That's what I was going to say. Right? If you don't think you're going to be able to attain the goal yeah. and you're stressing, it might be too high. Yep. And, and along with that, there's another sign too, procrastination. If you think of the goal and you want to do it, you know, the manana, I'll get to it. Yes, I, I'm definitely doing this and you never do. Right. Maybe if you put it off a few times, then you might say, I probably should reevaluate my goal. Yeah, because it's probably unrealistic. Or chunk it down, smaller pieces, move yeah. forward in baby steps. Actually, that, dear listeners, is excellent advice. Simplify, chunk down. Because if you do that with anything, almost anything can be accomplished by doing that. I have also found when I'm trying to achieve a goal to, it's hard sometimes for me to not be distracted. I want to complete a goal, and if I'm distracted over here, I know I'm not going to be able to. So I have to redirect my thinking many times while I'm trying to complete a task and say, no, 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 you can do those later. Stick with this. And you do feel a lot better once you get through that and you achieve your goal. Now, I'm going to give you a little tip. It's going to sound, once I tell you, so ridiculously easy, but we are never taught this. If you, you have to learn your learning style. And why is this important with expectations? Because if you're trying to achieve goals, but you haven't put it into what's called your modality or submodality, uh, this is from NLP, Neurolinguistic Programming, um, it's going to be a monumental task for you because it becomes much harder. For example, visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. Those are the three big ones. The other ones are gustatory, uh, gustatory and uh, olfactory, which are taste and smell. But most of us, if not all of us, we learn in those primary um, some modalities, um, again, visual, auditory, and kinesthetic or feeling. Um, touch, if you want to say it that way. So what does that mean? Well, a little, little digression here. Visual, that means you take in, you learn with your eyes, you read, that kind of thing. Uh, pictures paint a thousand words. Your speech usually indicates the type of learning modality that you're in. So I see what you mean. Oh, man, the color was just phenomenal in the sky tonight. Um, the look I got from that person... Um, so it's all visual kind of thing. Or then auditory. It's about, oh, did you hear that? Oh, sounds good to me. Okay, these are indicators in your speech about auditory, that you listen. Um, and then kinesthetic people are feeling people. And usually these people will look down uh, when they're listening. Um, or they like, they learn best by doing. Because it's touch. It's a feel. Most people can handle the visual, but not all people. And visual tends to be the highest modality used by everyone, but we use a mixture of all three. Some people are very stuck um, in a modality. So if you don't deliver um, 
uh, new information in that modality, it's not going to stay with them. So there, that's why there's some people that talk themselves. That's called auditory digital. Or they need to hear it because they're auditory and that's the only way they remember. Okay, so now remember visual, audio, auditory, and kinesthetic or feel, right? So which one are you? And find out how you can best accomplish your goals if you frame it in the best way that you learn. So if you're going to learn, let's say, like a new language, well, that you have to speak, right? But some people look uh, learn by looking at pictures, and that's easier. Other people need to repeat it over and over. And a kinesthetic person uh, would like to have the conversation, actually, with the person. And they can see, they can see the mouth, the movements, and that kind of stuff. They feel more connected that way. Mm -hmm. The kinesthetic person is using their hearing and visual, uh, you know, in their eyes, obviously. We all we all do that. Uh, but how it goes in, it's it's got to feel right to them. So find out which one works best for you. And then um, another thing to do is make a list of your goals that you want to achieve. Chunk it down, like Kathy said. Break it down into easy pieces, chunks, simplify. And see that you can how you can attain each one of those to make the big goal overall. As I have a question. <clears throat> is it important uh, if a person has, say, three goals to stick with one to completion before they, or can you work on three goals at once, in other words? Okay, that's an excellent question. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the person. If you're a scattered brain type of person and you don't seem to be um, getting much of anything accomplished because you get easily distracted, mm -hmm. then I would recommend for that person Work, concentrate on one goal right because you're learning um <laughs> you're you're looking you don't know where to go you don't know where to go so basically your first goal is to be able to focus on one thing right okay right. and then find something easy to focus on and complete it because once you complete an easy goal by just staying focused on it it'll be easier to turn it up slowly as far as difficulty or complexity or difficulty and stick with it because if you try to do something monumentous right off the bat and you're not a one mind, single minded person on a, on a goal, you're going to fail. And you're just going to continue the that habit of scattering. It's definitely stressful to yes. try to complete. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll continue being the scatterbrain type of person that you know that you are but don't want to be. So you just keep reinforcing mm -hmm. the habit that you have. And this isn't a judgment, people. We all have different ways that our minds work, okay? But you have to recognize this is about being aware. Hello, this is what I'm talking about, right? Insight. So if I you, tend to be a little more distracted. I have yeah. to come, keep circling back, telling yeah. myself, no, take care of this first. You yeah. can take care of that after. There you go. See, and that is a strategy that you can use uh, to complete. If you're like Kathleen, the way that you think, um, I, I have multiple things going on. But I multitask through them. And this is, I'm forced to do this um, with my job. Um, I have to have, I have multiple things going on all the time and I have to plan and time management. When it comes to personal goals, I also, I time slice. Um, What's that mean? What I do is I have a few goals 
Mm-hmm. And then I will split my time among them. Oh, okay. Okay. And if I'm afforded the time where I have a little bit of time off, um, then I will pick one of them and do a lot of work on it and hopefully complete it. If not, at least I get a lot of work done on that. And that moves me much closer to that. I have accepted that I cannot get, because I have so many goals that I want to get done, if I focus on one, I will never get the other one started. So, and along the way, life changes, new facts come in, and I can incorporate those changes into my goals. Um, but that's because I've been forced to, I have to do time management, and I'm very good at that. Um, but if it's something boring that I'm stuck doing, or if I don't get enough input, that drives me crazy. This is why there's books everywhere. <laughs> if mm-hmm. I, I've got to keep my mind active. Again, that's just me, my type. But I find that if I manage my time efficiently, I can have multiple goals, and I have accepted that I am not going to complete them all right away, uh-huh. right? See, this is why I'm talking about expectation here. I didn't set my expectation, well, i got to get them all done now. Not going to happen. One of the simplest things that I see you do, <clears throat> you have several books, right? Yeah. You can read more than one at a time. I would have to do pretty much one to completion Yeah. or stop. And yeah. move on to the next. Yeah. Knowing I wouldn't go back. But you're able to multitask and remember the information that you're getting from each book. I could not do that. So you're definitely a multitasker. I am not. And one's not better than the other because... Just Kathleen, who you are. Just who you are. And Kathleen will accomplish the goal and I'll get parts of it accomplished. Right? Well, you get to your goal eventually. Uh, but I will. Yes. And I do. So... Um, like, well, here's a perfect example. My first book took nine years to get done, right? It's because I kept being distracted, hem and hawing, this kind of thing. So you know how it got done? I I said, that's it. The next three months, the book is done. And all I did at that time was the book. Nothing else mattered. So anytime you had free time, you went back and worked on it. Yep. Nothing else came in your way. No, I decided I am not going to work on any of my other goals right. until this is done. Right, right. Right? So, and and then I got it accomplished, felt very good about it, um, but we have to be so careful that we live, too. We don't want to be consumed by our expectations. It's all about balance. Right. So, we could go on forever, and I hope we're not... Uh, disappointing your expectation of this podcast today. (laughs) Um, But expectation is a big, vast topic. But I just want to highlight, if your expectation is unrealistic, it's hard to meet, if you can even meet it at all. It's a source of stress. And it can be a source of uh, ruining relationships that you have too. Friends, your spouse, your children, or whatever. Because you have unrealistic expectations, and when you're stressed and out of control, I'm just going to throw that out there, yeah, out of control, you're, you're now pushing that burden onto the other people to deal with your, you know, how you are. That's right. And that's not fair. So give yourself a goal, here you go, an expectation, just pick a time, a weekend or whatever, and you're going to dedicate it to know where you want to go forward from life from that point or what do you want from life in that point 
We don't take enough time to stop and smell the roses. This is that kind of thing. Stop and smell. Be thankful what you got. Smell the roses. Be thankful for what you have. That's also a big key, too. And we'll probably talk about that at some That's point. That's another podcast. Yeah. Um, but you got to be thankful for what... Uh, you know what? Here we go. I was told this um, saying years and years ago when I was a little kid. And several times I've heard it. Always thankful, never satisfied. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to alter that. Okay, because what it means is always be thankful for what you have, but never settle, right? What I'm going to say is always be thankful, smell the roses along the way, live your life as you fulfill your goals. Because if you're too worried about just getting to the goals all the time, you forgot about the things that you're thankful for and you're happy about. That's the uncharted moments with families and friends where you laugh, cry, Dance, whatever it is. Eat food. Oh yeah, manja manja Yeah, <laughs> gotta eat the food and drink the beer and the wine and whatever. But to enjoy life, because depending on your belief of the afterworld, um, we're just gonna come around and do this again, <laughs> or we're gonna be up somewhere in some place, and it's gonna be better than here anyway. So, does it really matter that much? The people you're with matter more. And if you're, if you're being judged by your material wealth and your material position, then be the knight of pentacles and evaluate those relationships because they will never, you're not meeting their expectations and that causes friction in the relationship. So evaluate your friendships, your relationships, your goals. Are you being honest with yourself? Are you expecting too much or too little? And take the time to do that. Don't rush it. Okay? You've got your whole lifetime to get it figured out. That's right. So with that, we bid you a sweet adieu. <laughs> Until next time. This has been episode 15 of Your Pure, Tru Your Pure Truth Now. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, criticisms, ideas, please ask. Please send Info at IntegrativeNaturalWellness.com. Again, info at IntegrativeNaturalWellness.com. Or call 1-800-316-1263. Again, that's 1-800-316-1263. And it's been a pleasure, listeners. Thank you very much. This is Andrew. And Kathleen. Wishing you a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.